Okay, we are live. Episode 74. This one is going to be fire. We're starting it off different. We're starting it off excited. J. Carl, Midday Squares, Diego Okendo, Volcon, 10 push-ups right now. <laughs> okay, hold okay. on. I got to show you. Oh. Ah. Ah. That's how we do it. Oh, feel good. That's feel how good. we get this one going. Woo. I like it. I like it. If you don't know Jake and his team, you should. Exciting group. Jake, give us a little story about Midday Squares. Simple. So it's my sister, my brother-in-law and I, family business. We're a functional chocolate company. We started in August, 2018. We manufacture ourselves, which is really cool. And we created the first functional chocolate bar. Basically took a chocolate bar, took a protein bar, had a baby with the two, but got rid of all the junk, the artificial flavors, the additives, the chemicals, and the chalky taste that's in protein bars. And we just said, why can't people just have chocolate that's real foods that taste really epic, but also gives you all that benefits that a protein bar gives you. I love it. Give us your background. You are a unique founder uh, in all ways that I enjoy and I hope others do too. You bring positivity to the community. Uh, what were you doing before this? Dude, I was throwing parties on college campuses across Canada and then selling t-shirts and crop tops to the students on these pop-up shops. So I did tons of experiential stuff, didn't know how to run a business, failed it completely, but I had half the NFL, sorry, 10% of the NFL wearing the products and all kinds of celebrities, but yet I made $0, I lost 30,000. And um, it was just running on a hamster wheel, living on frat house beds. And I just needed to stop. And that's when I joined Midday Squares, it was right after that. I, I had a feeling uh, you have, um... You have a, a hustle mentality uh, and, a, and a flow about yourself, uh, a really great energy. Again, if you haven't checked out what they're doing, it is different, it's unique, um, and it, it talks specifically like through the brand, which I enjoy. Um, give us a little bit of what you're doing with that and how that's playing into building of the brand. Yeah, dude, so first of all, one thing that we do uh, consistently is storytelling. So. We decided that when we started the brand in August, 2018, that we were gonna film everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between, and be as transparent as possible with our consumers. So basically showing everything from therapy sessions to firing people to the successes of you know, raising money. And that allows the consumer to come on this roller coaster with us and not just watch it, which has connected our brand and the, the, the brand with the consumer at a, at a level that's so humanized. Yeah, that's a great answer. Um, I don't think people uh, recognize really what we do day to day, right? And that's why even through like a platform like LinkedIn, which I see you hanging out on, um, it's those that are being transparent about their dealings, both in life and, and, and sort of bringing it into sort of the work environment, right, are having success there because all you're doing is connecting with those that connect back with you, right? You're never going to hit everybody. Um, and so it, I, I think it's a really great tool that you're utilizing and, and, and working through. Now, you're with family. Is it, it's the sister and then the brother-in-law? And you, and you like this guy. You like the brother-in-law. Give us that dynamic. Who's playing what part? Yeah. So, yeah, they're married. Um, he married my sister three years ago, I think. Um, but you know what's funny is I met him 
15 years ago, he was my goalie coach, ice hockey goalie coach. And he didn't even know my sister. And I was the laziest, laziest goalie with him. I couldn't even look at, he couldn't look at me because I was so lazy, but we started our working relationship then because he was coaching me. Right. Um, but my sister handles all the manufacturing and the creative actually direction of the company. And my brother-in-law is all the operations. So he does, you know, all the, to me, the boring stuff, in my opinion. Um, and I do all the fun stuff. So all the customer experience, the relationships, and just putting the brand out there, making noise and getting people to connect. That's, that's awesome. Um, I, I always talk about everybody sort of playing their part, what it is that they're good at. And then for you guys, you build the team, right? You build the team around that and still are doing exactly that. You need you need players on your team, right? It's like hockey, right? Who are all going to play their position and you hope that they're playing their position at the, at the top tier, right? Um, okay, so, so moving into where you're at now with the business, is it solely focused in Canada uh, or have you come down to the States? What is the layout as far as distribution? So in Canada, we're, we're national. Uh, to, we spent the last two years building out um, the foundation. A big part of this, the structure of what happened was we had to build out our manufacturing plant to be automated and it's a customized line, right? We didn't co-pack the product. So that took a really long time. Now we're ready to go. The machines are humming. We could do about 90,000 bars per day. Uh, before it was only 10,000. Now I'm actually heading to the U.S. tomorrow, um, sorry, Thursday to go launch the brand there. And we're choosing Austin, um, and Los Angeles is the two first cities that we're going to spend a lot of time in. Um, again, we're about a 40% business on D to C, 60% retail. Great breakup. Uh, actually, a marvelous breakup. I don't even know where I got the word marvelous. I, I don't think I've used that in a long time, but it just felt right. <laughs> um, so it is such a great split. I, I love D, you know, this D to C talk, especially now. Again, pre, pre-March it still should have been the talk, right? And it's 60-40 is a, an amazing uh, split. So good good on you. You're coming to Austin. You're coming to LA. You know I'm in the Bay Area. We'll have to figure this all out. When, when travel's a little more opened up, I'm a little tied down here. California just got lifted, so you might be able to play a little bit in LA as far as outdoor restaurants and the such. But uh, you seem like the guy who can't wait to get to LA when the parties start again. Um, with that, what are you going to do here in the States? What's the plan there? So, yeah, so the way we launched new cities, um, the way we did it in Canada is we actually, I would go down and then just build the network, kind of like a secondary home for me, where like Austin and, you know, and LA would become right. secondary homes. That means meeting the people, understanding what's cool there, what's the culture like, because every city has different cultures, different buying habits, different consumers, right? So I'm going to spend a lot of time doing postman walks, working with our brokers, working with ambassadors that we work with, and then potentially seeing what hires need to be made in that region full time um, for growth. And I got to come back with those answers definitely um, after that trip, 100%. Now it, it's refrigerated. Yeah. Okay. So that plays it also a different, a, a different sort of uh, position as far as, as far as everything. Um, you're in the refrigerated sets, uh, just logistics in itself is a, a different animal, but um, where would you say you're playing as far as that set? Who is it, uh, if you don't mind, you know, I'll call it like a, the perfect bars. Again, I'm a fan. I've always announced stuff like that. Um, uh, you know, I'm open with stuff like that. Is that sort of where you're sitting uh, next to and is that sort of the position there? Yeah, yes. so perfect bar, um, Honey Mama's, Hail Mary, um, all those, 
all those great brands, the thing is, is we're all different, which is really cool. None of them are like, I like to say me too products of each other, you know, you know, perfect bar is a protein bar that's refrigerated the original one, actually the, the, the OG um, that, that pioneered the whole space actually. And then you got indulgence, you got, you got chocolate, we're chocolate with the functions. So we take real chocolate. So you satisfy your daily cravings, but then give you that little more that you need. So that three to four hour of hunger satisfaction, and then, you know, proteins, fibers, superfoods. So we're all different. And we actually like to be next to these different brands because it, there's an actual set in the U S in Canada, there's no set. We have to be the pioneer in that set. Such an awesome answer, man. I knew I'd like you. I, because you're saying and you're you're talking you're saying the right things but i i believe you um and you're right about perfect bar shout out shout I, out I, um i i always said it i was talking about og i was an og buyer i'm talking about with the bumblebee on there blah 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 down in san francisco old, old school like like original right so i saw it but i'm a fan of really great brands that have purpose behind them so i i you know and again i'm also real food balanced nutrition so it's like in my wheelhouse um that's in, in, in that's a really really interesting as far as canon then coming down here and knowing that wait the set's there so we can just be be, be on top of that what are the next steps for your business? I think you guys are hitting some, some bigger revenue numbers, right? Um, what does it look like for this tail end of 21? So tail end of 21 is going to be great. So we're focused on um, really foundationally structuring the U.S. So really putting in place Austin and L.A. to you know, open up, I'd say, two tiers of accounts. So the food service accounts that hopefully open up again in L.A. very soon. So like juice bars, salad bars, gyms. Um, anything coffee shops like that, that builds brand actually. And then the number two is the independent natural space. So those, those boutique like natural stores that we actually do extreme turns in here in Canada. We want to really optimize those two specifically. And as our brokers, we work with Greenspoon, they're great. Um, you know, they're opening up a bunch of stores on the independent space across the nation, but no rush on across the nation. Focus more on the Austin and LA region specifically. Good for you, man. And shout out Greenspoon. It's funny, we're, we're right at the tail end of our conversations with them. So we think we're, yeah, that'll be fun, dude. Um, I like that. Okay, okay. So then let's, let's, let's close this out with something big. Like, what does it look like? What does midday squares look like? I don't want to go too far out because let's not get crazy here. But, you know, you, everybody knows you got to put the plan together. My plan's sitting in front of me, right? I have seven bullet points. I keep it simple, you know? Not that smart. Keep it simple here. Um, what does it look like uh, in, at the end of, let's say, 22? What, when you're sitting there with your team, you have to preach it all day long. They have to understand what the vision is of the brand, where you're going and why. So what does that look like? Oh, great question. Great question. So... Our goal by end of 22 and early 23 is actually to take the company public on the TSX, the Toronto Stock Exchange, because we're in Canada. Um, and that means because for many reasons, we actually want to be an acquirer, not be acquired. And, and mark my words, um, you know, we believe there's a fifth flag, um, you know, available on the top of the mountain next to the, the, the chocolate companies like Hershey's, uh, Nestle, uh, Mondelez, all those great companies. But there's, there, there's room for a millennial company, a newer generation company that could build over the next 10 to 15 years um, to become a conglomerate that's just done in a completely different manner. So we like to say that, you know, if Hershey's were to start in 2020, 
midday squares would they would look a lot like midday squares, not like Hershey's. Um, and not to, kudos to them, they've done a great job, but it's just the communication with the customer is very different today than it was, you know, for the last 20, 30, 40 years, right? So we're going after the big, we're going after the big guys in a good way, not to take them down, but to stand next to them. Oh, an amazing answer. And um, I think that is unique and it's, uh, it's, it's great to, to hear you say something so confirmed, like you, you legitimately believe and that's the most important piece. And you're also saying something that, that a lot don't um, because they fundamentally maybe don't understand this. It's not, it's not to cannibalize. You know who, you're, who your consumer is and who you want them to be, right? You're sitting there and you're saying, I could come right next to them. And that, that, this is a really big point for those that come into retail for meetings and such. You're not talking cannibalizing. You're talking your own consumer will bring some more or the ones that are already there who are looking for us. So key, dude. You Jake. Know, I, 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 I dislike when people put other companies down, man. Like for me, everyone, we're all in the same space to keep building it. Right. Um, you know, we're all in this together and I know it sounds cheesy and, you know, people say all the time, but I genuinely mean it. Like what you're doing with your, with your, with your platform is you're helping a lot of other brands build and you're giving added value to so many different people in an, in this industry and outside the industry. And I think um, it's what you're doing should apply to every brand. They should all help each other. Um, you know, even if it's a competition. I appreciate you, brother. Um, I appreciate you. We'll have, well, we're going to do this again. And, and, and when you are in the Bay, like again, with lifts, I got kids, so it's different. Like I can't get out of here. Like I'm in lockdown and all this other stuff, but we will, we'll get together. We'll, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be getting together. Um, I'll show, I'll show you what it looks like in my early twenties. No, I can't do that. You don't want to be around that when I would drop. It's really just misbehaving. Uh, Diego, you're on Volcon. Give us the 30 second elevator pitch on Volcon. Okay. So Volcon is an advertising agency where we work with e-commerce brands, direct to consumer brands, and basically business to consumer brands. Every brand that has to sell something to the masses. So we help them uh, differ differentiate from people, stand out, and help them scale to next level through uh, not only advertising, but helping their uh, align their messages with the right customer. Love it. And, you're, where, and where are you from? From Venezuela. We went international today, folks. We got love everywhere. This is global, baby. Canada, Venezuela. <laughs> Bay Area, exactly. We're worldwide. Right. <laughs> hey, great having you both on to much success. Mark, I appreciate it. Diego, nice meeting you, man. Take care. I have